five, four, three, two, one. Let's talk about it. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this. What's, what's today? Thursday, February the 24th, 2022. And it almost looks like World War Three is on the horizon. Possibly. Possibly. Hopefully Possibly. not. Hopefully not. We're, I'm praying that World War Three does not make its way. But man, oh man, war has broke out in Ukraine and Russia is attacking Ukraine. And a lot of people are really confused by and by by this taking place and why it's taking place. And hopefully we can maybe clear up some of that. Right. Now, uh, there's there's new information coming out daily about this. Mm-hmm. And by the hour, actually, by the second, by the minute. And hopefully we can get more updates here soon enough to where everyone will have a complete understanding. To be honest with you, Shannon, I don't think everyone will never get a complete understanding unless Putin just come out and explains in detail everything that why he's been doing this and why he think is necessary to do this right i mean from our perspective what we've been doing is we've really been diving into videos and articles and searching here and there and getting different perspectives and getting to know what other people know and you know really trying to get a a grip on what is happening here in ukraine and it's it's really sad right and we're seeing parallels with ukraine and russia you know, Ukraine was an independent country, broke off from Russia. Russia claims that it's theirs, right? Same thing with China and Taiwan. Taiwan broke off. Russia, uh, China saying, no, that's our land. Who knows what's going to happen there? You got Israel and Palestine fighting over land, too. Whose is it? So there's some very volatile situations over there. Yes, right? a lot of it. But, be, but before we get real deep into all of this that's going on, right? let's do... And I like the way Barry says it. Let's do some homework here. Hey, it, so for for in the future, if you want to get notifications of this radio podcast, do me a favor. On your telephone, go to your mobile device and send a text. Type 88202 and simply type my name, Will, W-I-L-L. And you'll get notifications on when this broadcast is going and the other broadcast from ATP, which is the sponsor of this radio broadcast that you're listening to today. And if you want to give us a call, we do have a phone number for you to call. But you have to remember, after you dial the number, and Shannon's going to give you the number. I'm trying to give you a little time so you can get out your pen and paper or pencil and paper, whatever you want, or even digital paper. I like digital paper. But you have to push one after you dial the number. So, Shannon, let's give the listeners that number for them to dial in. The number is 516-595-8069. I'm going to give it one more time. Are you ready? 516-595-8069. Push one to come on the line. And if you did get a notification, you probably got a link to the broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. All that information is also on the link. So... Yes, yes. Let's get into it. Is that enough homework? Is that the homework you were talking about? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> we, we want we want people to be able to communicate with us, and we want them to be able to get the information. Yeah, and I like to think what people are thinking about. You know, we've kind of been in our shell the past 24 hours just watching this all unravel and just really been talking amongst ourselves. But we'd like to hear from you guys. We'd like to hear what you guys are feeling, thinking, experiencing, you know, um, and just see how everybody's doing out there with this yeah, news today. Yeah, I want, I want to know what you think about the Obama administration saying that they're not going to go to war, they're not going to send any troops to fight with Ukraine against Russia. Right. What are your views and thoughts on that? Now, I understand why, because Ukraine is not part of NATO, and as long as Russia doesn't go into a NATO nation, then, hey, it won't happen. But you know what, Shannon? You know how here lately we constantly hear how the left will say disinformation, misinformation, and they'll say misleading. Who's to say? And and they also talk about false flags. 
they've been spreading that around so much here lately. And they're saying that Russia has been doing these false flags. I think they're gearing it up. So when they actually, I'm talking about NATO actually do a false flag and say, Russia attacked them. It's going to be full on. Hmm. Think about that. Have you heard anyone mention that yet? No, no, no but you know, as I was, doing my research today, you know, and you were sat, in, sat next to me while I was doing a lot of research. I did not realize that at one point Ukraine was trying to become part of NATO. And Russia, Putin was very much against Ukraine becoming part of NATO. And it could be because he knew that if it became part of NATO, that it would mean that if he attacked Ukraine, it meant that he attacked everybody. Now, I was very confused on, it says I'm going in and out. I was very confused on what was happening with, you know, why we weren't giving military assistance to Ukraine. Well, apparently we don't have any kind of agreement or any kind of alliance really with Ukraine. We can offer humanitarian assistance if there's a humanitarian need. We can also um, get do sanctions like we're doing now to hurt Russia for hurting them. But military-wise, there's just some kind. It's the way normal things have been happening, or the norm of the world is. We don't have an alliance with them. Really, we don't have an agreement with them. To you know, if if they get bombed, we step in. Now. The concern is, and why it to me it's it's kind of sad, but to me the whole uproar from NATO is if they take Ukraine, the other side of Ukraine is the NATO border, and that's really when military action from NATO will step in and happen is if he crosses that line. Yeah, absolutely. So just one more time, just in case no one heard the phone number. Give the phone number out because I think we were having a little audio issues there. Okay. So give the number out one more time. And remember, everyone, if you call in, you want to talk about what's happening in Ukraine, uh, push number one. Push the one. Push the one button after you dial the number. Okay. So the number is 516-595-8069. Once again, 516-595-8069. Push one to come on the line. And guess what, Will? We have our first caller. It is Dawson. Dawson. From U- Dawson yes. from Utah. Hey, Dawson. Hey, Will. How are you guys doing? Oh, man. We're we're just doing it. Like we're living a nightmare. Yeah, we're living a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would say yeah. dream, but hey, this isn't a dream. Did you, hear- <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that I got my religious exemption? Oh, actually, yes, Dawson, I have to say... We got the email. Both of us were like, oh, man, did you see it? Did you see it? We were happy for you. Absolutely. Absolutely <laughs> excited for you. I know. I was so excited. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, what a relief. But, uh, well, right? I've got. Go it ahead. Really, it really is. Mm-hmm. So and for those was, of you, let, was, me just, let me just so, tell people. Well, for, for people that don't know, Dawson is working for a, as a contractor with the military. And he was going to be forced yeah. to get the vaccine. It kind of came down to the deadline. He was still trying to get a religious exemption. And he pretty much resorted or, you know, kind of said, okay, well, I'm just going to have to get it. But he started going to a Christian church. Is that not what you said? And they actually um, helped you out with your yeah. exemption. And he got a religious exemption. That's so, amen, awesome. God is good. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So what you got for us? Yes, sir. <laughs> So, Will, I have this may be reaching a little bit. So, obviously, with uh, I woke up this morning and I saw the news of uh, Russia attacking Ukraine. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, I, I kind of put it in this perspective. Obviously, you know, in the Bible, it talks about the Euphrates River and it talks about like a third of mankind. Yes. Yeah, now, this may be reaching a little bit, and you can tell me if I am. Do you think this war has anything to do with that? Do you think if we go into World War III, that this could lead into that? You I mean, know what? You know what? I brought it up. And actually, for my broadcast tonight, I'm going to have Google Earth up on the screen because I'm actually going to talk about mm-hmm. that. It's funny that you bring it up because I actually I actually have right now on Google Earth, 
I have it where the Euphrates River is. The Euphrates River is just south of where Ukraine, where all this is going on. It's south, it's, uh, and it's south of oh, the Black Sea. If you go down the Black Sea, uh-huh. you have Turkey, you have Syria, and, of course, you have Israel. And the Euphrates River runs right north of, or I, I guess right through Syria, right down to Iraq. And what I've been told is that Russia, they actually have military personnel at the at the north of Syria right now at the Euphrates River. But all of the conflict everyone is paying attention really? to right now, yes, yes. And that's what this what that what made me look it up because I'm oh, like man. this is interesting. But all of the conflict right now, of course, is happening in the Ukraine area, where you can see uh, the, Russia mm-hmm. is going in and they're taking over Ukraine for the most part, and they'll probably take Ukraine with. I'm, I'm giving them probably about a week or so. I mean, they're saying they'll take it over. Biden in his press conference today said he's going to just kind of watch and see what happens over the next four weeks. I mean, I think that they're going to take Ukraine. Right pretty quick i think even with them all fighting and now they're giving civilians guns to fight you know and they're sitting there saying oh well they're not going to win they're not going to win i'm like uh, uh, you know you really don't have a chance if if they want to bring the wrath of russia onto ukraine they're going to do it and who's stopping them really i mean sanctions i don't right. really know if that's a threat to russia he doesn't care if the people there get hurt he's probably already made provisions for himself you know but the big thing is, yeah, is, um, is when he gets past Ukraine, what's going to happen? And if it gets past Ukraine and, and he doesn't stop there, then we are looking at World War Three, most definitely. Yeah, and I actually heard uh, that Biden uh, has been presented like a couple things like of uh, cyber attacks, like they can full on attack. I don't know if you guys heard about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like he's been presented a couple strategies to cyber attacks. Oh, yes. Yeah, I. I mean, that's one way. That. That's one way he's going to hurt us, well, right? I let mean, me let me say this. You, do you, do you remember? Uh-huh. It wasn't too long, maybe a couple months after the Biden administration shut down the XL pipeline, and then a couple months after that, mm-hmm. the pipeline or the oil industry oh, yeah, on yeah. the East Coast got hacked. Right. Remember? Right. So. They they never yeah. and they said it was by they tried to blame Russia then, but come to find out it wasn't Russia, so they let it go because they couldn't they couldn't prove it or they couldn't go along with it trying to do it. My my, well, my biggest Hillary thing is my involved, biggest so. my biggest yeah <laughs> Hillary wasn't involved, exactly. so it didn't stick. Russia Russia Russia. So the biggest thing right now is that I'm just concerned are are we going to get a false flag from these the, the globalists? to bring Russia and NATO into full on war. That's my biggest concern right now because they, oh, you dear. know, they're I wouldn't every, be surprised. Yeah. Think about it. Cause every time they talk about what they're blaming someone else for doing, they're the ones actually doing it. The disinformation, misinformation, mm-hmm. misleading, false flag, follow they, the money, follow the money. They, they say this about everybody else, but they're the ones actually doing it. So they're telling us what they're going to do. So that's my biggest concern right now. Hey, well, before I let you guys go, uh, I just had a question. Is your YouTube channel suspended? It is. Yeah. It is. Uh, let's talk about it is for seven I hope, days. I figured. We've been going yep. on the United America First. I figured it to the like. The YouTube page is up, though. Yeah, so I have United America First. If you if YouTube will allow you to see it, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm on YouTube uh, mm-hmm. under United America First. But, yeah, for seven days... What they get your second? What they get your second channel for? Well, they got their they suspended this account because I played a video that, um, what's his name, uh, from the War Room, Steve Bannon. Bannon. He did a video doing commentary oh. on MSDNC, right? Mm-hmm. He did a video doing commentary on MSDNC. Right. So I did commentary on Steve Bannon doing commentary on MSDNC. And what it was is the MSDNC had the lawyer, one of Trump lawyers on there talking about the election and And talking about he had all this information. And pretty much I played it. And of course, I was like, oh, look at this, look at this. And they said I was putting out I was putting out uh, disinformation and it could be harmful to those that want to vote. 
which is completely BS, and then 100%. The second- the actual strike strike then, that that was that one and then the second one they found a video that i did last year with roger with stone, stone. yeah so they're they they're like combing through my channel there to see how they can any kind of way to take me down so it is what it is. That's ridiculous. It is 100% ridiculous. We're happy for you, Dawson. Congratulations. I'm glad you got your religious exemption. Yep, absolutely. We'll talk to you soon. Well, thanks, guys. All right, I appreciate thank, it. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Thanks for the call. I hope it's all. Yep. All right. Well, we have another caller. We have Brenda from Illinois. Brenda from Illinois. Hey, Brenda, thank you so much for the call. Hey, Will. How hey, are you? I'm great. Well, I'm I'm doing good, but the world, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Brenda. Yeah, the yeah the world not so much right now, right? Right. Yeah, I just um, kind of had a question. It's like you know, Kamala Kamala Harris went over there, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and then she spoke to the press and said, "We might. This is war." You know, but I mean, what else did she go over there and say or do? Nothing. You know, has anybody ever really looked it was a, it into was an that? opportunity for her to look like she's with world leaders. She was another epic fail. She was a failure when she went to the border. She's a failure when she went to Ukraine. I don't even know why they send her. She can't even do a, a simple. Well, there had to be a reason. I no, know the she reason. She hadn't been to Europe. I know the reason. <laughs> I know the reason why she went there and said what she said. The reason being is because but she, she what what do we not know? Well, you know, that's the, the reason thing. the reason the reason we, why the reason why she wants to say is because when she went to overseas, she can say that she's been overseas and talked to world leaders. She confronted these people. She's done X Y Z. Well, she, she she's like only trying idiot, to add you know, to her portfolio. Yeah, they basically right. made fun of her that, because she added nothing. Just like well, you said, that's Brenda. what they showed us, but. What that's what they showed us. So what what else you know actually went on? You know she's evil as the day is long. She's oh, not absolutely. intelligent. You know what what are they not? She she has no you know, foreign policy the, okay, experience. The Olympics, the Olympics just said you know Kamala went over there. Now we're at war. You know. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Just a little funny. Well, <laughs> I think it, I mean but to be honest I, with I, you, Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and. Uh, Swalwell just came yeah. back from over there too, so and right oh, after yeah, the day after they came back, we went to war. You're right about that. There's been a bunch of them over there, but they don't tell that. You know what I'm saying? Only they, you they leave, and they so leave key detail out. Yeah, they leave key detail. Just right. like when Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other Democrats went to China, and then after that, a couple months later, we end up with the COVID virus. But they still won't even release the transcript yeah. while they were there in China, even today. Right. I mean, they're they're all full of hot air. You know, they could float a balloon, but they just, you know. Well, you know, see, that's but the problem. Thank, thank you for taking my call. And I just wanted to say that, you know, there's got to be something more to Kamala going over there than just giggles and, you know, chuckles or whatever in front of the press. That's, I'm sure you know, there there's is. There's got to be more to it. Yeah. I'm sure there is. Hey, yeah. thank you so much all for right. the call. I love you, Will. I love you, Shannon. Well, I love Bye. you too, Brenda. All right, take care. Yeah, I agree with her. I mean, there's, but you know, we I felt the same way about Adam Schiff and and Adam Pencilnick and them. I'm like, what? What is? They have no purpose. He's full of shift. <laughs> <laughs> well, so is Kamala. I mean, they they made fun of her because she was stating obvious things. We could go to war. They're like, really? No? Sh- are you kidding me? Are you, oh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, you know, they, they, I personally, like I've said before, they purposely put us in this position and I've been telling people because the whole, the pandemic didn't bring world domination that they wanted. What's the next best way to bring world domination, to bring the world together in a collective one mind, right? Well, war. it's definitely going to be war. It's, I mean, it's war. Seriously, well, because know, the pandemic didn't work. Right. I was going to say, at first we would, we could say, oh pandemic would bring us all together right well, that, that's what, they, that that's what their work, intention because like you have saying. people that are protesting against it because you're like you destroyed lives people lost jobs people can't go to movie theaters can't go to a restaurant the truckers in canada went through all of what they went through and it's happening all throughout the world and it's not panning out that they want it so go to the next plan war 
and and let me let me say this Putin the the Russian military they just didn't send these people there within 3 weeks they started maneuvering military personnel ever since Biden set foot into the White House and a lot of people don't know that Mm-hmm. As soon as he set foot into the White House, that's when Putin started mobilizing. Why? Because he knew exactly how weak Biden was in the first place. And now you have China sitting back just watching the reaction from the U.S. because the U.S. has already said, Biden said it today, that the United States of America will not uh, send military personnel to fight against Russia. Let me play a little bit of this real quick. This is from earlier today when Biden did a press conference. And of course, he always calls on the people he has the list, but he ended up getting caught out there because other people started taking, you know, started asking questions. And he was like, okay, well, I'm kind of stuck now. And he didn't walk away. He wanted to act like he knows what he's doing. But listen to this right here. And close partners to affirm our solidarity and to map out the next steps we will take to further strengthen all aspects of our NATO alliance. Although we provided over $650 million in defensive assistance to Ukraine just this year, it's last year, let me say it again. Our forces are not and will not be engaged in the conflict with Russia in Ukraine. Our forces are not going to Europe to fight in Ukraine, but to defend our NATO allies and reassure those allies in the East. You hear this? So he just confirmed right there, Ukraine, you are S-O-L. Yeah, I mean, sanctions are the only way that they're going to help them. And maybe afterwards, some humanitarian help. That's pretty much what we're doing. Yeah, but at the same time, they're, are, they're also going to send anti, uh, anti-tank anti uh, rockets. They're, sending mili- they're actually sending military tanks to uh, Ukraine. And it's going to be a repeat of Afghanistan, everybody. Think about this. Right now... We're watching the U.S. military. Every the world is watching Russia just take over, just like the world watch the Taliban take over Afghanistan. The United States military got out the way and said, "Here you go." And guess what? All of that military equipment that Biden left there is now property in the hands of the Taliban along with ISIS. The same thing is going to happen here. We're going to send in all this military equipment and all this assistance to Ukraine. And what's going to end up happening is that's going to go right to the hands of Russia. Right. So on January 25th, a plane carrying about 80 tons of U.S. military equipment landed in Ukraine's capital. It was $200 million worth of lethal aid package from the administration to help bolster their fight against Russia. It was the third shipment in total sent to the to the area. And, you know, just like you said, just like in Afghanistan, we sent things and what happened, it fell into the hands of the Taliban. Probably the same thing is going to happen here in Ukraine we just keep making the same mistakes under the Biden administration. He doesn't learn. But, but you know, because how do you give them all this equipment, right? You know that they do not have the military personnel or capabilities as Russia does. There, what do you think is going to happen unless you actually give them military personnel assistance? They are not—you can give them all the weapons in the world, but unless they have the people and the, and the power— and the knowledge they need, to, they need to the fight, people and the training to be able to use this equipment right. and and the, at the same time right now ukraine is handing out guns to their people to right. the civilians, civilians. Think, think about that people mm-hmm. right now we're we're in the comfort of our little studio here and we're talking about ukraine and the people getting handed guns by the government mm-hmm. one thing if I was the people in Ukraine, I would never ever give up my gun again. Yeah, I mean so, seriously, it should yeah. never should have never been in that position in the first place. But now the government is handing out weapons to the civilian population, saying, "Hey, help us protect our country." Yep. So Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, actually called martial law, and he's calling on citizens to fight, and he promises that he will give them all weapons to help fight against Russia. I mean. They're going to go down, but they are going to go down fighting. 
because there's no way they can do this without help. There's no way they can do this without help. You know, I know that we're putting sanctions and everybody around Russia is putting sanctions on them. But, you know, Russia knew that was going to happen. Putin knew that was going to happen. Right? I mean, he knew that that's the only way they can help him. But what did Russia say this morning? Will, you actually did a video this morning and you said said what Russia said. Uh, Russia basically said, if you interfere, right, in this fight, anybody that's outside of this fight interferes. What, what did he say? He, he would bring I actually, on, I actually have the quote here on paper. I just had to turn around and grab it real quick. So this is what Putin said, and this was this was on the Daily the Daily Mail, the UK version. Okay, mm-hmm. it says Putin's terrifying warning to the West. Okay, Putin's terrifying warning to the West, and I think the only reason why they put the word terrifying in there is because the United States of well, America we'll currently has West. a week. We'll put it in the West, by the way. No, I didn't. It's right there. Putin's terrifying warning to the West. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. This is is on the Daily Mail. Okay, I apologize. Hey, right there. I'm just talking about the reason why they put the word uh, terrifying in there is because Biden is weak, and they know Biden is not going to do anything. Biden said he's going to do swift action. And what? Uh, Okay, we're going to do some sanctions. Okay. And even, even the liberal media, CNN, was asking, why aren't you putting sanctions on Putin today. Why why don't you do it today to Biden? But anyways, this is what Putin said. Putin said to anyone who would consider interfering from the outside, if you do, you will face consequences greater than than any time you have faced in the history of the world. I mean, that's crazy. So what does that tell us? Uh, I mean, seriously. And you know what? what? He He claims... He claims, this is what Putin also said, he claims he is denazifying Ukraine. Now, that sounds like a total liberal talking point. Right. Of course it is. I mean, a Democrats would say the same thing here in America, right? Yes. Yeah. They're like, we're going to get rid of the Nazis they, here We're going to get America. rid of Trump so we can denazify the well, White really, House. really, they're That's the they Nazis. Really? But, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. But listen, today... What does that sound like? The Democrats this is what you asked earlier. No, what does it sound like what Putin's saying here? Sounds like nuclear war. Oh, yeah, it sounds like nuclear war. And actually, they took over the nuclear plant in Ukraine. Chernobyl. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, people are saying, you know, that's just dangerous in the hands of somebody like Putin. I 100% agree. It is dangerous. So, you know, what is in the mind of Putin? You know, he's saying, listen, we can't we can't take anything what he says is truth. First, he he claimed that he was in talks and he would listen to peace agreements or something like that before he took military action. I believe he was listening, but that was never his plan. He was planning on invading, and it's very obvious now. Now he's saying he just wants Ukraine. But the rest of the world is going, can we trust that that's really all he wants? I mean, he has not been honest with us. And he had a meeting with China just a few weeks ago. What did they talk about? You know, what What exactly is a plan for the future? We don't know, right? But he's definitely planning and has some plans to retaliate against anybody that wants to stop him from invading Ukraine. So us putting sanctions on Russia, would you say, Will, that that is, a, is interfering? Would you say sanctions is interfering with what he's doing in Ukraine? No. Oh, you wouldn't? No. So I would. No, I I could see him see that as an interference. No, I, I that's if I thought if it was an interference personally, he then he would stop. Oh, they're interfering with me, so I might have to stop invading Ukraine. Well, but he's looking at it. He's bypassing. He said, "I can care less what sanctions you do." Obviously, because the and then Biden said he's putting all these stressful sanctions onto him, and but Biden is uh, but uh, but Putin is still moving forward. So I think, just be honest with you, and the reason being... I think my question was, and maybe you misunderstood, could you see that Putin can see that as a sign that they want to in- interfere with what's happening in Ukraine? They're not interfering militarily, but are they trying to, you know, detain, try to just, de- de- you know, well, discourage I, so, him? I mean, they, the, Putin and Russia, they're used to sanctions. 
I mean, when President Trump was in office, President Trump put more sanctions on Putin than any other president in the history. But now you got other countries world. doing it too, right? It's but not just I mean, us. no, it wasn't just it wasn't just President Trump, right. but there was other countries involved at the same time. Right. I mean, these, it's nothing new. They're they're used to sanctions. Okay, that that's, that's happened to Russia constantly throughout. That's not the problem here. The problem is is that you're what you're I'm what you're I'm assuming what you're saying is that could Putin take the sanctions that they're putting on them as a uh, Aggression or them attack on Russia, right, right. attack on him. Right. And again, I don't think so because they are used to all of the sanctions. Now, if they, I believe Putin is talking about if you interfere in with them actually taking over Ukraine, then there will be consequences. And I think that, like like the world has never seen before, mm-hmm. I think he's talking about nuclear destruction because. You have to remember we had Hiroshima, right? And if we and if he's talking about something bigger than that, there's only one thing that's going to be bigger than that, and that's that's multiple nuclear bombs. And again, I must still go as far as saying that I'm still thinking that there's possible that we'll see a false flag so that NATO can get involved in this. I still say that's coming. Now I could be wrong. I don't I don't have any issues with me being wrong. But just like the, what we're seeing right now, a lot of this stuff, it's just because I've been paying attention to it. A lot of the stuff I've been saying, what they're going to end doing, I see it coming. I see it coming. So let me play something else for us. Because today, Biden did a press conference, of course. And then you have Peter Ducey ask a question. And I don't know if y'all saw this the other day. Peter Ducey asked Biden, does he think he underestimated Putin? And he didn't. He didn't say anything. But you know, he's probably saying on his breath this time because of hot mic. Probably saying, "You son of a beep," you know. But this time, he actually got to ask the question. And Biden, he had, you know, I guess he prepared himself for it this time. But listen to this interaction. This is a dangerous moment for all of Europe, for the freedom around the world. Putin has committed an assault on the very principles that uphold the global peace. But now. The entire world sees clearly what Putin and his Kremlin and, and his Kremlin allies are really all about. This was never about a genuine security concerns on their part. Okay, sorry, that's not the actual clip I want to want you to hear. Here it is. I may come back to that one, but listen to this. And gas prices are up. I know you always stress the difference between Wall Street and Main Street, but everybody seems to be in for some economic pain. How economically painful is it going to get for people in this country? And I do have one more question. Now, let me stop it there. Leading up to this, because Biden shut down the XL pipeline, Biden lifted sanctions for Russia. And so many people, countless people don't even realize that, that Russia was supposed to supply oil to America. Did you know that? When he lifted the sanctions to Russia, he was supposed to supply oil to America, but Russia is not doing that. So, and even even OPEC is not drilling more to supply oil to America right. because Biden did this to America. The gas prices and everything. So l- let's listen to what Biden his response to this, right? Because he he him and the Democrats actually caused the energy crisis that we're seeing here in America. First of all. There's no doubt that when a major nuclear power attacks and invades another country, that the world is going to respond and markets can respond all over the world. So there's no doubt about that. Number one. Number two, the notion that this is going to last for a long time is highly unlikely as long as we continue to stay resolved in imposing the sanctions we're going to impose on Russia, period. What's your next question? I'm sorry. Okay, before we go to the the, the, the question that I was bringing up, how long do you think this is going to happen, Shannon? I mean, because none of us know, but he just put a timeline on it. Well, I think if it, if we're talking about him talking invading about Ukraine, yep, going to Ukraine, it could be it could be just you know six months at the longest, and and, and I'm talking about going in, setting up a government, and doing all that stuff. If we're talking about going beyond Ukraine, who knows? Because so many different players will will get into the mix. 
And I could tell you, Russia's not going to do this on its own. He's going to have an ally, right? And what better ally does he have? But I mean, he has China. Mm-hmm. He has Iran. Iran. Mm-hmm. I mean, and those are and, two powerhouses. Yeah, and we've been helping Iran. And we've been helping Iran. We're so <laughs> Biden's so stupid. So to me, it just depends. I mean, it could be short. It could be long. But see, that's the whole thing. We don't know. And so we have to be prepared. Right. Right. I mean, that's just the way it is. Okay. Now let's listen to the question Peter Dushi tried to ask the other day and Biden pretty much, you know, ignored it. The next question is, did you underestimate Putin? And would you still describe him the way that you did in the summer as a worthy adversary? At the time he was, I made it clear as an adversary and I said he was worthy. I didn't underestimate him. And I've read most of everything he's written. Did you read? The, I shouldn't. I'm not being a wise guy. The, you, you heard the speech he made. Almost an hour's worth of speech is why he was going into Ukraine. He has much larger ambitions in Ukraine. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet Union. That's what this is about. And I think that his uh, his ambitions uh, are are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived. Now, to me, that says that it is going to be longer, right? Exactly. So, in one hand, he's saying it's It's probably not going to be long, long, maybe a month. But then he's like, well, he does have further ambitions. Now, we're we're just... So, which one should we believe? I mean, yeah. I mean, he literally contradicted himself right there in the press conference. He he literally did. did. Now that I'm re-listening to it. Yeah, he he straight up... Well, you know, he has these huge ambitions. So, there was a... So... On on there's this one particular reporter, White House reporter that goes to the White House and she's a total communist and she's with CNN and she actually posed a valid, extremely valid question. Why aren't you putting sanctions on directly to Putin? Basically cutting him off directly. It's it's like, you know, a world leader cutting Biden off access to Biden's personal bank accounts. Right. That's what they're asking for here. Like cut him off from his bank account. And for me, for the longest, I'm like thinking, how is it that we have this much power over the entire world that we can say that you don't have access to your bank account? Another world leader. Well, he was saying a second, a second bank that that he uses is an American. It's not his first and only banking system that Putin uses, but it is one of them. So listen, so there's a little interaction here with this. Let's play it. That these devastating sanctions are going to be as devastating as Russian missiles and bullets and tanks. Yes. So let me take that back before we get to that one. I think that's a really good point. He, Peter Dush was asking, he said, so do you think these sanctions are just as equal and more forceful. And it kind of goes to what you were asking earlier. Does, do you think Putin would take this as a, you know, aggression or attack against him because of the sanctions and because, because Russia is using tanks and rockets. Do you think it's the same? Listen again. He wants to, in fact, reestablish the former Soviet union. That's what this is about. And I think that his, uh, his ambitions uh, are, are completely contrary to the place where the rest of the world has arrived. Here it comes. You're confident that these devastating sanctions are going to be as devastating as Russian missiles and bullets and tanks? Yes, Russian bullets, missiles, and tanks in Ukraine. Yes, I am. <laughs> really? Really? Okay, now here, here comes the interaction with uh, the lady from CNN. Thank you, President Biden. If sanctions cannot stop President Putin, what penalty can? I didn't say sanctions couldn't stop him. You've been talking about the threat of these sanctions for several weeks now. Yes, but the threat of the sanctions. He actually did. He actually did. That's the reason why she's asking that question. Because he was saying that they're going to put sanctions on him to stop him. They kept saying it. Even in 2019, when he was calling President Trump a bully, that he was saying that he would put sanctions, so many sanctions on on Putin, that he would force him to stop him from doing anything. 
Well, at this point, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to do the same. Well, it's too late. They could, it's too late now. He's I mean, already it, done it. Right. The, it could have already been done. If they, if they would have left all the sanctions in place mm-hmm. that President Trump had there, this would not be happening well, so right now. So now I think what Biden is pretty much saying is it's not going to stop him. At this point, it's just going to really hurt him, and he's going to regret what he did, basically, is what he's saying. Right. Well, we'll see. It's in imposing the sanctions and seeing the effect of the sanctions are two different things. They're two different things. And we're now going to, he's going to begin to see the effect of the sanctions. And what will that do? How will that change his mindset here, given he's because attacking Because it will so weaken we his country that he'll have to make a very, very difficult choice as to whether to continue to move toward being a second-rate power or, in fact, respond. You said in recent weeks that big nations cannot bluff when it comes to something like this. You recently said that the idea of personally sanctioning President Putin was on the table is that a step that you're prepared to take? And if not, it's not a bluff. It's on the table. Sanctioning President Putin? Yes. Why not sanction him today, sir? Mr. President. Why not sanction him today, sir? And then he goes on to someone else because that I mean, Biden is, looks totally confused at yes. that point. He's like looking like somebody else, somebody else, yes. somebody else. Let's, let's move on from this question. Let's move on from this question. And this is coming from CNN. I'm like, this, this is amazing. CNN, I mean, seriously, why not sanction him today? I mean, that's a straight-up valid question. It's on the table, Will. It's on the table? It's on the table. Just like sanctions have been on the table for months now, um, and we just started rolling them out. So, I, you know. We're talking about the same sanctions that were already in place when Trump was in office. Right, but you know what? But they took Let's them off. Let's talk about another problem that is possibly even bigger than Putin, and that's China. China. Many of these commentators have been really talking about the deafening silence of China, right? We know that China met with Putin. China agreed with Putin that people should stay out of the relations that are happening in the regions, saying that if they make a move on another country, everybody should stay out of it, basically. They both agreed on that. Mm -hmm. We know that China wants Taiwan, and actually he wants to be a world leader, right? There's a difference between Putin and China, and that is China does have a lot more monetary, economic, political power than Russia does. Worldwide, right? yes. Worldwide. They can affect the world a lot and actually fight the world a lot more than Putin can. Together, they'd be scary. But they are together. Well, you know what I'm saying. I mean, if they said, hey, let's do this together. So I think they are, now, are doing this together. So now people are looking, okay, is China going to take Taiwan? And I was just like, okay, why would it stopping him, for, uh, China from taking Taiwan at this point? They did kind of tease Taiwan this morning, and they sent nine fighter jets, I guess, doing a flyover of Taiwan, and it was kind of... It's not a coincidence. It's the same day that Putin invaded Ukraine, right? But they're saying that, that what's his name, Shen? Zin. Is a lot more patient than Putin. They say he's sitting back and he's watching the powers of the world. He th- he, they believe that he believes the power of America is declining, that they will no longer be a world leader, and this will probably be an example of that. So he's just sitting back watching, and he knows that one day, or he believes in his mind, one day that China will be the world power, and he's just waiting for his opportunity. Does he feel like it has to be right now? No. But he's definitely listening, watching, taking notes, making plans. I can guarantee that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If I was China and I was, you know— Thinking about taking Taiwan, I would go ahead and mobilize right now. And as soon as, uh, the, you know, I'm going to say it again because it's just my personal opinion, the false flag takes place and NATO gets involved. That's when China will, hey, pull the trigger. Do it now. Do it now because there's going to be a lot of resources, a lot going on in the, the Ukraine region with Russia and NATO. And once they do that, they're going to spread out the resources. Because remember right. this, too. Now, Taiwan's remember, not remember part of NATO. Remember this, too. I know this. But remember this, too. Mm-hmm. The Democrats are have always been really pushing to thin out 
our U.S. military. That's been their goal, to thin out our U.S. military. And with this whole vaccine, they've even thinned out the military even that much more. So they pretty much, the Biden administration and the Democrats have pretty much crippled America all within two years. Pretty much have crippled, Mm. my opinion, right? And for, for this to be taking place, for this to be happening right now, people need to pay attention. And like you said, Taiwan is not part of NATO, but we do have a defense agreement with with Taiwan. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I was going to bring that up. We do have a bilateral defense agreement with um, Taiwan. We've had it since 1954. So if China does make a move or Beijing does make a move for Taiwan, America will get involved. So and China knows that. Right. So unlike Ukraine, Ukraine doesn't have any military agreement with anybody. They're basically a sitting duck. Taiwan has a little bit more ties to it and a little bit more defense system put in place that would cause a bigger scale war. China knows that. So I think that that has also kind of made him hesitate. But I don't. It's just hesitation. I think it's a matter of time. I don't think it's he's not going to do it. That's what I just said. That's what I was saying. Right. He's he's made it known that he believes that Taiwan is the territory of China, and he will take it at some point. So it's just not a matter of if; it's a matter of when. Yeah, and I think, like I said, I think they're wanting the United States and NATO to be preoccupied, and then bam, because. The Biden administration is already overwhelmed. I mean, that should restrain us. I mean, think about it. Mm -hmm. If if NATO was attacked, you know, the the properties of NATO were attacked by Putin and then China attacked Taiwan. Yeah. Do you know how thin that would make America? Yeah. How how I mean, that's our military would be strained at that point. We'd be we'd be. Not not completely strained because the U.S. military is still one of the powerful, most powerful militaries in the world. But it's a strain to fight but, two different, but two wars, different fronts. But see, di- yeah. but you're talking about two powerhouses like China and what? Russia. That's what I'm saying. And right? then the NATO alliances—they're a whole bunch of weak, need, willed, silly people. We want peace. I mean, because you think about it, you have Trudeau, you have Merkel, no yeah, you no. have uh, Macron, you have Biden. And you have some of these other Boris, Boris, you have some of these other, you know, just progressive ideology talking about love. It's just love, you know, it's it's, so they all have this stupid mindset. And I saw this meme earlier. They showed a, a, a meme of a Russian tank at the top and it's green and it looks like it's just really powerful. Right. And then it, right below it showed another tank, which had all, it was pink and had all the different colors. And on the side of it, it said they, them. You know what? It's funny because, well, I read an actual article to you today and I said, this is a great article. It was on the Atlantic. And it basically said that one of the triggers to allow an authoritative government to cause war is a liberal government because liberal governments are just pansies they're very wishy-washy they're like oh we want peace and they're very soft and they're so an authoritarian type government is like listen we don't care about your little feelings over there right this is what we want and this is what we're going to take and you need to stop making it i mean it's crazy so liberalism is a conduit to war It, it surely is it surely is so there's this guy named Joe Lockhart. I've I've never heard of him before. Have you ever heard of him? I haven't. So th- he 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 put a tweet out there, and he has this mindset that all of the liberals right now, even right now with all this going on, they still have this one particular mindset. Read what read for us what what Joe Lockhart said. Okay, he said this. This is a tweet. Okay, it says, whatever happens in Ukraine, we shouldn't underestimate the fact that the United States has retaken the adult chair in the world. <laughs> Biden has... Re- what? Okay, um, uh, that I felt no, weird. No. <laughs> it felt weird coming out of my mouth. Yeah. It says, Biden has restored American leadership. <laughs> so damaged by Trump, the world needs us 
and we have a president who can and does lead. Are you kidding yeah, me? I know. That's, I that, that's that. such I a joke. Just, first I of all, this see, this, this stuff kind of triggers me. Because first of all, <laughs> first of all, what happened with Nancy Pelosi and them when they came back? What happened? Right? They were like, follow the money. No, they're like, we're united. Oh, yeah. We're not in this alone. We're not the only people in this. We're doing this together with NATO. And they made it sound like, you know, we weren't a powerhouse. We were just another one of these world leaders all working together. And we were not taking the lead, people. We were at a at the same level as all these other people, and we were going to bow down to what they say and they suggest. And guess what? We're not doing anything outside of what they say and they suggest. Just like Biden right yeah. now. He didn't put sanctions on because they told him not to put the, sanctions exactly. on. I mean, that's NATO the problem. NATO said not to do right. anything. NATO so said no, and Biden said, oh, Okay, yep. he is not a world leader. He is a follower. He bows down to the world community. This frustrates me because he's not leading anybody. He's being led, right? And it's disgusting that people like this man, he looks older, he should know better, tweets such an ignorant statement. <laughs> I knew that would trigger you. Oh, you know it does. I knew it would trigger you. <laughs> I mean, with all this going on, and they actually put out a tweet like, Biden is leading us. He's a strong president. Like We're so lucky. Yeah, we're so lucky. The world needs us, and we have a president who can and does lead. What I mean, adult wow. chairs he's sitting in. He you, can't, you know what it is? They won't even, his administration won't even let him take questions from the freaking press. That's not an adult chair. <laughs> That's a senior citizen's chair. They're going, you're too senile to answer the questions. Sit down. Yeah. And he can only talk to who they give him a list to talk to. He can only call off those names. And you know, you notice when, when you have kids and you put them in the chair, you tell the kids, oh, you're sitting in the adult chair, even though you have a tray in front of you. <laughs> So the kid was like, oh, okay, I'm in a big boy chair See, now. See, you know what? This is a sad thing. <laughs> this is a really sad thing because you've, you've said it before too, Will. People make it sound like or make Biden feel like he's this all-powerful person and he's so weak. And you know the sad thing is that the huge world leaders know. Biden is not sitting in the adult chair. They know he can be bullied. Let me tell you what. He didn't scare Putin. Are you kidding me right now? He did not scare Putin, and Putin is not as scared of it, and neither is China. Yeah. In fact, they almost mocked. They almost mocked Biden. Actually, I'm not going to say almost. They did mock Biden when they met together. China. They're pretty much sitting there going, neener, 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 Biden, sit down and shut up. We're taking over. Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, 100%. And this, this whole thing with Russia has been going on for the past five years. They brought up, like you mentioned earlier, Hillary Rodden Clinton with Russia, and it's always been there. Russia, Russia, Russia. All this time. And it's been they've been trying to bring it in there and trying what? to blame Russia for everything. And, and, and they keep trying to, and they keep talking about the false flag with Russia, Russia, well, let Russia. Let me tell you what, that's that that made me mad yesterday too. Pelosi was standing up there after she got back from her little whirlwind trip from the from the Middle East. And she sat there and she said, Russia has been a problem since the 2016 election. Excuse me, Pelosi. Yep. You are in the government. You know that there was no collusion with Russia. Exactly. You know that the biggest problem was Hillary Clinton and your party yeah that was that's the biggest problem and you know what and and then with now even now the cia has confirmed that the what was in the durham report is absolutely true is absolutely what true hillary tried to do they, was absolutely true yes what they tried they actually did spy on candidate trump and they spied on president trump and then the cia even confirmed it and and, and then you have and you know what was really interesting is that instagram they penalized my Instagram channel for mentioning that I talked about what Hillary Rodden Clinton did in 2016. I didn't even talk about 2020 oh election gosh. and, and, and they pinged me because of Russia, Russia, and, Russia. Well, last night you talked about, you showed the clip about Pelosi talking about misinformation, yes. right? 
you guys, if you haven't seen it, go to unitedamericafirst.com and you can you can find the different locations where Will is and you can go the to quick, Facebook the page. The quicker link is just go to uaf.media. Okay, and go to, to the Facebook page and look at his video from last night where he showed Pelosi having the arrogance to say that Russia puts out misinformation and, and deceives his people. And I'm sitting here going, you're sitting here in the same breath. <laughs> lying about 2016 and talk about Russia giving misinformation. You are the queen of misinformation. Russia, so Russia, the Democrat Russia. Party. They are no different than the KGB at this point. Hillary even proved with the dossier and everything else that they are just like the, the KGB. I'm really frustrated. You know what? You and millions and millions of other people. I mean, that tweet really pissed me off. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I left it up on that. the screen so you can continue seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know they they have that mindset. But that's why Will can look at this stuff all day long, <laughs> and he like laughs, right? I can't look at it all day long because I get frustrated. Well, I mean, it, it, I have to be honest; it is still frustrating, and it, and it's really irritating because these people put the stuff out there with no remorse, no nothing. Like they have it in their mind that they are a hundred percent correct. I mean, they really believe that Biden is doing a great deal here. And again, people went, the last time I saw a report today, there was, I think they said 57 people have lost their lives and like a hundred and about right at 170 people have been injured. Correct. Yeah. All of this could have been avoided if the Democrats hadn't done what they did in 2020 and President Trump was still in office. Oh, you know what? Those numbers are going to go up. Those numbers are absolutely the numbers. The numbers are going to go up. But the the point is, we're not even 24 hours, I think, into this. Or maybe it's just hitting 24 hours now Mm, or getting close to it, close to it. Right. So we're talking about the loss of life that could have been prevented. And they did not prevent it because this is what personally what they want. Well, same thing happened in Afghanistan. I mean, look at all the people who lost their lost their lives there. I mean, they still haven't even gotten everybody out. No, I mean, they said there's still thousand people and there. You know, the a thousand, sad thousand thing Americans is, that's trying to get out. There's still horrible things going on in Afghanistan, and we are failing to cover it because we they do not want Biden administration to look like a bigger failure than he is. Yeah, like he needs more help. He doesn't need more help to look like a failure. I mean, his numbers are just crumbling. What they said, I think the last time. Is- Except for people like this Joe Lockhart. <laughs> <laughs> Joe. I think he's a bot. <laughs> Joe Lockhart's a bot. Uh, a Twitter bot. Oh, he's the Russian bot. <laughs> he, he's the That's Russian. Russia putting out fake yeah. news. <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> it's one of those memes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, you know, because you take this, you put it with. It was like, oh. You know, soon, as soon as everybody realized what the Biden administration did, they put this out there. If you're conservative, you put it out there, then the fake, the fake fact checkers will come back. This is misleading. This is not true. But you had a total liberal that said it. You know, they can, they can mislead and they can lie to the public and it's completely fine. It's completely fine. Let me say one more thing too. Everything that's happening right now, personally, it's all by design. It's all meant to happen. And the reason why it's meant to happen, because there's this world economic system. Uh, When Biden first started saying build back better, I had to go look it up. I went and Googled it and come to find out this whole build back better. For those of you that don't know, and I've said this so many times because I want people to know, to be aware of exactly what's going on. The build back better is a world economic system that believes they have to tear down the world economies. Once they tear down the world economies, they can do a reset. Yeah, I'm pretty sure many of y'all have heard about this reset. And they want to do a total reset. And Russia is not excluded from that. When Biden says that they're putting sanctions on them to cripple their economy, that is part of the plan. Y'all remember they crippled the economy in Venezuela and they saw, oh, and this is before Biden got involved, you know, with the whole Build Back Better slogan. And then Cuba recently not too long ago, Cuba failed, remember? And then Cuba, their economy crashed. All of this is to tear down everything. And that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing it happen right now. So the big, the biggest thing right now is if you haven't already, get ready, prepare for your family. Prepare, make sure you don't 
make sure you look at all the information you can and just don't believe everything that you see coming out of the media. You, if you really, really concerned, you got to look it up and prepare for yourself and your family. You've got to prepare because if it comes to America and, and there's a false flag, like I said, and NATO gets involved, then it's going to be a completely different story. Yeah, this could go several different ways. So Absolutely. we just need to wait and watch. So everybody, thank you. Thank you so much. We'll be here next Thursday. Make sure you tune in. God bless. I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to this broadcast. Thank you so much. Do me a favor. Subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to it. Share this everywhere you can. We are viewer and listener supported. Anything you can do to help us out is greatly appreciated. Head on over to UniteAmericaFirst.com. Thank you again and God bless.